Welcome back to the local edition news and information for the Catskills in Northeast Pennsylvania. Well, New York State has historically enjoyed conditions that suppress wildfires, but with the increasing intensity of heat waves, erratic shifts between heavy rainfall and extended dry spells, those favorable conditions could change in the future. That's something that's brought to the front of mind as we started this summer with smoke from wildfires just to the north of us in Canada. And then there's a question of prescribed burns. These are controlled fires that are intentionally set to manage vegetation. And these prescribed burns are currently prohibited in New York's largest forest areas. Some rangers, some forest rangers are saying that they are necessary now. And on top of this story from New York Focus, it's reporter Nathan Porsing joining us live on the phone. Nathan, thank you for being here with us. Thank you for having me. Now, um, so uh, how does the risk of major forest fires in New York State compare to other places in the U.S. or like in Canada, just to the north of us, where we're seeing those raging wildfires? So right now, the risk of wildfires in New York State um, in most scientists, environmental activists' estimation, it's lower than the, in the American West, and it's lower in most of the regions burning in Canada with one key exception. Um, so when you think about the regions up in, say, Quebec that are burning right now, you see a lot of so it's bore, what's called boreal forest. You're talking spruce trees, fir trees. Here in New York, we have a lot more hardwoods, you know, think maple, think oak, um, a bit less susceptible to fire. Um, now, the one key exception is over in Nova Scotia. So in, for my article, I interviewed Art Perryman, who's a longtime New York State forest ranger, and he was deployed this summer to go help fight fires in Nova Scotia. Now, I don't know about you, when I think about Nova Scotia, I think very wet. I think fog rolling in off the Atlantic. Um, I think even wetter than New York State's forested regions. And this summer, Nova Scotia experienced, I believe, the fourth driest conditions has ever experienced over the past 120 years. And wildfires destroyed over 58,000 acres there, displaced over 6,000 people. And while Perryman was over there, you know, he works up in the Adirondacks, he was looking around, and he saw very similar vegetation and conditions to what we see in New York. And so now that he's returned to him and another group and a group of forest rangers who are out fighting fires there, they're lobbying DEC leadership. And again, they work for the DEC to take a more active role, uh, managing the risk of wildfires in New York's forests. Wow. You know, and this came to mind because again, early in the summer, you know, we, we start seeing the smoke come down from these wildfires and we're here in the Catskills, which, you know, traditionally is pretty wet place, uh, or at least wet enough to avoid fires. But these, when these wildfires are happening, we were getting red flag warnings. We had a relatively dry, uh, May into June. Um, and, and that really started to make you wonder, like, wow, if there's these long periods of, uh, of dryness, you know, that, that makes, that makes us susceptible. That's what I started wondering anyway from my armchair without actually doing any scientific research. So what are you saying? What, what are ways that changing climate, uh, could impact the risk of forest fires in New York state? Absolutely. So, um, a lot of studies out there, they project 
on the whole, New York is going to get wetter over the next century. But it's how the state will get wetter that is concerning to some. So experts predict that, you know, while there may be increased rainfall overall in the state, that rainfall is going to come in smaller periods of heavy precipitation. So think about the flooding that's been plaguing New York down in Catskills, Hudson Valley, up in the Adirondacks this summer. So more events like that, and then more prolonged droughts in between, sort of what like Nova Scotia experienced this summer. And it's those prolonged droughts that increase the risk of forest fires, so increase the odds of one happening, and then increase the severity of forest fires because the fuel in the forest will be drier and therefore more ready to burn and burn at a higher intensity. And speaking of fuel in the forest, and we get back to that question of controlled burns, I talked about in the intro that in some of the largest forested areas in New York State, you know, that's totally prohibited. They're, they're a tricky thing to implement, but now more folks are starting to call for that. So how might controlled burns in protected forest uh, help reduce the risk of major fire? Yep. So the argument in favor of controlled burns, um, tends to go something like this. So, for example, uh, Dr. Uh, Andrew Vanderyat over at SUNY ESF, the state's forestry school, he says there's basically three factors that play into forest fires. There's climate, there's topography, so the lay of the land, and there's fuel. There's not much that you can do at the state level about climate. Um, there's really nothing you can do about the lay of the land. So if you want to manage the risk of forest fires, he says, you have to manage the, the fuel. And controlled burns help with that, you know. So by lighting fires in, you know, as the name suggests, a controlled manner, you can clear underbrush, clear dead trees. So that way when a forest fire does occur, it doesn't burn nearly as quickly or nearly as intensely. And that way, you know, our rural fire departments, the DEC, they can go in and they can uh, suppress the fire before it gets out of hand. That's the idea. Okay, and we've we've got just a little more than a minute left, unfortunately. So I guess I'll, I'll close by asking you, what's your takeaway after doing all this reporting about what needs to be done, keeping in mind all the different players, all the different stakeholders, forest rangers, policymakers, the public, uh, civil organizations? What What is it that needs to be done uh, to avoid wildfire catastrophe? Well, I, I guess it's really this. Um and again, there's convincing arguments in favor of and against controlled burns, but I think what needs to be done is really all options need to be on the table. All options need to be discussed. Climate change is, is forcing some hard choices in environmental and forest management, and what's worked in the past may not continue to work in the future. All right. Well, Nathan, I want to thank you for taking uh, the time to talk to us. When did this story go up? Uh, the story went up uh, last week, early last week. Okay, great. And it's right there on the main page at nysfocus.com. NYS Focus. Thank you so much, Nathan. Thank you.